Hello and welcome to the Quality Conversations podcast. I'm your host, Asia Endicott. And today I was wanting to do like a breakdown of my thoughts for this podcast, where I wanted it to go, what I was going to talk about, the structure, all of that. But I kind of figured that'd be a little bit boring for you. Um, I mean, eventually you're going to catch on to a pattern. And eventually you're going to get the idea that I talk with other female entrepreneurs, kind of get their insights on their business and dig out the tips and tricks that apply to anyone's business. Um, So yeah, I mean, you're going to get that eventually. And today... I really just wanted to get a good first episode out there. Um, I've been putting this off for a couple of weeks now just because, like, I don't know. Uh, I've got a lot of conflict, like, schedule conflicts going on that I did not foresee Um, And then some that I probably should have, but just I was so wrapped up in other things that I just did not plan for it. Uh, So yeah, that's my bad. But what I am hoping to do is um, plan my, I batch create. So if you don't know what batch creation is, it is when you kind of take the same kind of work and do it all at once. So if you are a content creator, an entrepreneur, whatever, and you're doing it like all by yourself, what you would do is you would take all of your blog posts, write them all out in one day. Then um, like I take my blog creative stuff and do it another day. So creative would be like the graphics and the pictures and stuff that I put within the posts and all of the Pinterest, um, the pins that I'm going to make for each post and the Instagram graphics that I'm going to make for the post and all of that stuff. I do all of the creative stuff on one day, do all the writing on another day. And so it just helps streamline that entire process. And I do that for like all of my content creation, um, Instagram captions and, um, getting those in the grid just the way that I want it. That's going to be another day. And then a separate day is going to be all of my new course content and, uh, content for my group members that I don't post anywhere else. Like that would be a different day. And, you know, I think you kind of get the, the drift. If you, if you don't know what batch creation is, you need to get it in your life because it is a brain saver. I don't know about time saver. It probably is a time saver just because you're not jumping around from task to task that is just completely unrelated. Um, so it's a bit like an assembly line sort of thing. Um, but definitely a brain saver because your brain is in the same mode and so it doesn't have to switch around and use up energy trying to figure out what you're trying to do now and then get in that mode and then have to switch gears again into a different mode and all of that stuff so 
batch creation. My There's the number one tip, the very first tip on the Quality Conversations podcast. I think I'm going to call this the QC Lab too. What do you think? Let me know. Um, just easier to say, I guess. Sounds swankier. Um, yeah, so this first episode... I just really wanted to talk about getting started. Getting started is the hardest part about pretty much anything, but especially business ownership, entrepreneurship, putting your face out there to be the face of your brand, um, getting more comfortable with you being considered an expert instead of just someone who knows about whatever topic. Um, It kind of takes just getting out there and doing it and starting it and being okay with not being the best right now, but knowing that you're going to get better eventually. I have a little story for this. I've been waiting to tell it. I was going to tell it on a later episode, but I think now is the right time. Okay, before we get into the story, I just had to do a quick plug for this podcast. If you are liking what you're hearing so far, if by the end of this episode you are thinking, yeah, this could be for me, I strongly encourage you to subscribe to this podcast. I would love to have you around and for you to be a part of the creation of this podcast. I'll be asking around, um trying to get some more ideas for episodes. And I really only want to create what you want to hear. So you get to tell me what you want to hear. Um, If you are subscribing to this podcast, I also created a Facebook group for this podcast as well. So I will be posting these episodes in that group. And whoever joins, feel free to start conversations about each episode. If you have any more input for the topic, if you have any questions, leave them below the post with the recording. Um, So that's all I've got for today. As far as plugs go, my um, website is coming up the first of the year. Um, Oh, I'll be posting this before. Okay. So Yes, my website is live now <laughs> when you are listening to this. I, whew, It's early, so I'm forgetting when I am early creating things and when I'll actually be posting them. So, <laughs> um, yes, I'm speaking to you in the future. Anyway, back to the story. Okay, so a story about starting. Let me take you back to about 2015, I want to say. So 2015 was an interesting year. My husband and I were settled into marriage. Um, We got married at the end of 2013, so we had quite a bit of time, just the two of us. We were starting to think about uh, having babies and all of that. But I wasn't quite there yet. I think that I 
was at a point at work, my day job, where, you know, I wasn't super pleased about the way things were going. I was ready for a change. I was ready to get out of, it was a bit of like just negative energy. And I really don't like to be around negative energy more than I need to be. Um, And I definitely did not need to be around that anymore. I had a lot of experience at that point. I was a top performer in the department. And so I was confident at that point that I should be able to move on to something new. And going along with my, um, I guess, career path, the way it was going... Uh, That's when I started to really dive into quality and process improvement and um, lean principles and all of those um, methods and strategies to, you know, produce better products, but with less waste and all all of that stuff. So, you know, that was my company man mode was I guess I'll just go and keep climbing the ladder. And so I decided I was going to start school again. Um, Hadn't been in school since high school. Decided I was going to go back to school for my degree in business management. Uh, Like I said, I was planning on just riding that corporate ladder all the way to the top, eventually running the place. And yeah. So um, at the kind of midpoint in 2015, I found out I was pregnant and that was sort of like the, the nail in the coffin. I'm going back to school. I'm not going to be staying in this department forever. I'm going to be moving up so that, you know, we can have enough money for this baby and our family and we can, you know, go and do things that we love to do and all of that stuff. But around that same time, I don't know whose webinar it was. I don't know whose launch I found, but somewhere I found someone's webinar through their launch. It was all about content creation and, you know, do you want to... Actually, so I think it was Danielle Leslie. Um, I think hers was like the very first introduction I had into course creation and this interesting step into like online entrepreneurship. So her webinar was eye-opening, like just say the least. I didn't realize that having a business online, first of all, was a real thing, you know? Like, it's one of those things you hear about it, but you're like, oh, but nobody really does that. Sort of like how online dating was for a long time. Like, you kind of do it in in secret. You don't really tell people you're an online entrepreneur unless you want to get, like, eye rolls and all that stuff. And, you know, everyone who believes in it thinks they're going to be, like, an overnight millionaire when really only, like the top 1% are just like online dating, like only the top 1% of people who are doing online dating actually come out successful, or at least, you know, that's how it was when it first started. Um, 
but it always takes that first wave, you know, it always takes those people who are willing to take those leaps of faith. Um, anyway, so I watched her webinar. I thought it was great. I thought, wow, this, this could actually be something. And so then I started to think, well, what could I do? I don't have any special skills. I don't really have anything, you know, that stands out about my work history. I haven't done anything really interesting lately. I had done quite a few interesting things in high school. Like I was in an international um, traveling choir and we were award-winning. I did solo stuff. I was a lead in the musical theater um, a few times and I just, I don't know. I, I had a lot of really cool stuff happening in high school And then it sort of seemed like I had peaked (laughs) because then I just wasn't interested in doing anything. And that's probably what happened is I had done so much in high school that I just wasn't interested in doing anything after high school. And that's sort of one of those things like you have to keep the momentum going. Um, Otherwise, it's really easy to just fall off and then not do anything. And I think that's sort of where I was at that point. So Um, seeing that webinar kind of opened my eyes to, wow, I really have not been doing anything amazing. And I know that that kind of sounds weird because I, I, I was doing all right. Like I was making, how much was I making at that point? Um, so that would have been like over 50 grand per year without a degree um, very little experience at that point in that field. Like, I don't know. I think that that was pretty good living for someone who was so young. And, uh, so that would, I would have been just 25 at that point. Um, so yeah, doing pretty good. Um, my husband, same thing, like he's five years older than me. So just about to turn 30 and, was really close to making six figures at that point. And I don't know, like it just, it didn't seem very impressive to me at that point. And now that I'm saying it out loud, that's just like, <laughs> it, it's so funny how like you have clients who say things to you and you're like, what, what are you talking about? It's so obvious. And then you find yourself saying the same things. It's, it doesn't seem like anything like some things seem way more complicated when you're in the thick of it. And some things, some things seem like not very interesting when you're in the thick of it, but it turns out to be like the most crazy thing anyone's ever heard of, you know, it's just, it's kind of funny. Um, so I'm racking my brain trying to think of things that I could start a business doing. Nothing's popping up. And so at that point, I was like, well, that's a cool thought. I don't really have anything, so I'm just going to not do it. And there is where this story takes a terrible turn. Because what happened was I had this brilliant epiphany, like, oh my gosh, my life could be exactly what I want it to be. I don't have to work with these people who are negative all the time. I could create my own. I could work by myself if I wanted to, or I could create this team that I just absolutely love working with, or I could create my own schedule. 
I don't have to get up at 4 a.m. anymore to be on site by 5 a.m. And I could just roll out of bed whenever and just get to work. And I'm a really good self-starter. So whenever I decide to wake up, I could just get right to it and bang it all out until it's done. So it was like I had the keys to the kingdom in my hand. And I was like, eh, nope. And like tossed them over my shoulder and kept walking. And so it's just number one, number one spot where I fucked up. Um, so yeah, that was 2015. 2016 rolls around. I have our son, Stag. Um, he is, I think, two months old at that point when I start school back up. Um, I go to an online school and the really cool thing about this online school is I was able to test out of a lot of classes so I could accelerate my degree program and flash forward to this past month I just graduated so that was in three years um, I was able to graduate so a year earlier than most degrees um, you know I mean, they're called four-year degrees. Um, yeah, so that was really cool. I got that under my belt. But it wasn't until, so let's see, 2016. Flash forward to a few months after that. Um, early 2017, I decided I had had enough with that company I applied out. I ended up getting a job with my current employer, Genentech, in Hillsboro, Oregon. And it was like the most amazing transition. This company was amazing compared to my other company. And it kind of became one of those things where I got really comfortable. And like the new car smell type thing of a new job where everything's amazing and I'm just so excited to be here and you don't love it here. Why don't you love it? I love it. You haven't seen anywhere else that's like crap because this is amazing and you wouldn't be complaining if you had seen a real crappy place, all of that stuff. Um, I don't know. It was just like bright, shiny new. I was super excited about it. And then something just clicked last year. So 2018, um, the end of 2018, I guess, I think it was the fact that like there is that lack of control. Um, I don't have control over when I can work or how I can work or who I can work with or what I can work on. And I love to have, you know, control over my day and put my energy where I see fit. Um, and that just wasn't happening. As great as the company is, and I still think it's a great company, I still think they take really good care of their employees. I still, like, I'm contemplating not leaving when my company, um, AE Consulting, when that starts making more money. I, I mean, I'm on track to make more money on my side hustle than my day job by the end of this year. So, um, yeah, if that is 
the measurement for if I should be leaving this company or not, then yeah, I guess I'm going. But I really don't want to leave this company because I, I just think it's really great. Um, anyway, something just clicked and I decided I needed to do my own thing. And that's when I got back into online course creation. And it didn't start out as that. I had kind of gone through like a personal development type thing that I wanted to do first, but that seemed too broad. I really needed to niche down and um, it, I don't know, it just kind of like transformed into what it is today. Um, just from answering people's questions about business, because I had been studying on the side, not just for my degree, but on the side, because it was really interesting to me to learn what was going on with it. So I was able to answer people's questions, um, kind of give insight for people starting their own companies. And it was like this kind of weird free consultation, but not official consultation (laughs) things that I was doing for a while. Um, And then it's just kind of grown from there. So the lesson in all of that is three years later, four years later, if you count from like the very first time I was introduced to the idea, four years later, I know there are people that I was watching in 2015, 2016. I saw them just starting out. Now they are making multiple six figures in their business. Yeah, let that sink in because it hurts me too. (laughs) No, it doesn't. I'm really happy other people are finding success in this. I'm just really upset with myself that I didn't trust my gut instinct and go with it when I first thought, yes, this is an amazing idea. I need to get on this idea. I mean, I think that that's like a typical investor, like missed investment response, right? Like just why? Why did I not listen to my gut? I knew better than that. I knew it. But anyway, we're here now. We're getting going. Um, I've been doing the one-on-one consultation stuff this last year. I'm ready to scale and to make this bigger. I am willing to put in the extra time to actually get a social media strategy going. I've really only been active on Instagram and just like opened up whatever I needed to open on Facebook just to have my Instagram going. And I'm obviously expanding to different mediums and trying new things out and just kind of going balls to the wall. So all of that to say, trust your instincts. If you are excited about something, if something really lights you up, and you just start thinking of all of the amazing possibilities, go for it. Yes, have a plan. Yes, be smart about it. Don't just drop everything for it. I never advocate for something like that. But definitely follow your instincts and follow it. Like, just see where it leads. Just see what happens when you start to follow that little thread. That's number one. Number two is you don't have to do you don't have to be an expert to start, right? Like starting to walk, we do not just get up from sitting 
getting up from barely being able to bobble our heads up, (laughs) uh, doing like tummy time, we don't just get up and just start walking all around, right? Like it takes standing and falling over. It takes standing and trying to take a step and falling over. It takes stepping with the assistance of the couch or something else that we're grabbing on and falling over. And it takes this over and over and over again, trying and failing, trial and error. That whole process is a part of starting and a part of getting better at what you do. So don't be afraid to start just because you're not perfect. You're not an expert. You don't know everything about what you're talking about. Definitely don't talk out of your ass. I hate it when I see that. People are just jumping on new opportunities, but doing it way too quickly and with like not being informed whatsoever about what they're talking about. Um, But I mean, that sort of thing is going to catch them in the ass too. So I mean, if that's your thing, go for it. But I do not advise that. I don't advise any of my clients to do that sort of thing. I'm all about the research and knowing what you're talking about before you say it. But I mean, there's always room to, you know, make a mistake and say, shit, my bad. I did not know that, but I learned it and I'm sharing it with you. I'm trying to correct myself and let's all grow from this situation. That's totally cool too. So anywho, at this point, I think I'm rambling. Um, Just start. Like too long, didn't listen start. I hope today's episode was really helpful for you. Uh, I hope that you stick around for next week's episode. I have a very special guest who's coming on to talk with me. We, I just decided today we're going to be doing a live brainstorm for her business. Um, I don't think she has any idea that we're going to be doing that. I might, I might have alluded to it in our last conversation, but I don't think she really knows what we're doing. So it's going to be a great conversation. Um, Come back and join us. Subscribe to this podcast. Subscribe or join or whatever it's called the Facebook group for this podcast. The Quality Conversations group on Facebook. You can find it on my business page at Asia Endicott. That's all I have for today. Bye-bye.